So you catch me when I fall right And you hear me when I call crying And you fix me when I'm broke right And that's all I need to know So the storm is gonna break right And the sun is gonna start shining And everything is gonna go right and That's all I need to know gentlemen hello how are you wow we are episode number 50 we are here we made it episode number 50 guys i'm so incredibly excited i don't have anything special planned for episode 50 other than just give it all to god i didn't do anything extravagant i didn't do anything different i didn't do anything outside of what i always do when i rise up to do this show every single day, Monday through Friday, because there doesn't need to be anything more extravagant than the Word of God. So here we are, episode number 50. 50 times we have risen up, 50 times we have rised up, whatever, which, however you say it, uh, together. We've, we've risen up with our morning rise up coffee. We've, 50 times we have gathered together. For fellowship, 50 times we have 
told stories and read scripture together and prayed together very differently than the stuff that we do on Live from America every day. So there, ha- there doesn't need to be any extravagant plans or balloons or, you know, special interviews. This is all we need right here. And the fact that we made 50 episodes of Rise Up already and the greatness that has happened because of this show in so many people's lives, I couldn't be any more grateful. So congratulations to all of you for 50 shows of Rise Up Together. Congratulations for waking up every morning. Uh, I'm doing specific prayer when I pray. It makes a difference. God is so good. Yes, it, it, it definitely does make a difference. Can't figure out sound, Lori says. It's probably on your own screen. If you touch the screen or put the mouse on your screen, whatever it is that you're watching on, there's a little sound button on the screen, like on YouTube. More than likely, it's that. More than likely, it's that. Oh, yeah, you can't hear me say that. <laughs> Somebody in the chat, let her know. Yes, happy 50th. Amen. Amen. So uh, I titled today's show, Who Are You Representing? In life, who are you representing? If you were to take a step outside of your own life, if you were to be, if you were able to Step outside the box and look back at your life. Who would you say that you are representing? If you were a, an innocent bystander, if you were somebody in the community, if you were a friend or a family member. CQ says she woke up smiling. So did I. So did I, girl. God bless you. Who do you represent? If you were to ask anybody in your life, about who you are, about what they think of you, what would they say? Because that's what we're going to break down and discuss today. Who are you representing? And I thought that that, uh, <laughs> Eli goes, who, 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 who are you? Who, who, he's out there, he's out there acting like an owl. I wonder if he can spin his head all the way around. Let's go see. <laughs> anyway, uh, believe, 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 right? Everything comes from belief. You believe, faith, hope, salvation, joy, grace, mercy. But it all starts with belief, right? Believe, 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 believe. Eli Eli says, I really want to know, who are you? (laughs) Oh, Amanda, good to see you this morning. Hey, let's bring on the Rumble chat. Uh, let's, Let's highlight... And, and look at some of the names that are watching today. Of course, we've got Amanda Collins. We've got R.Q. Bullock is in the building. How are you? Shelly Rose, how are you? Bad Moon is a billboard for God. He's in the building. Kinsley said, Kinley said, we are just an hour away from the revival at Asbury. That's amazing. That is amazing. Amazing. Katie 63 is here. 68D Gideon is here. Kitten1948 is here. Lisa says, I believe. So do I, girl. KC2022, mustache is in the building. How are you? Cloud Hine, how are you? Late again, but it doesn't matter because you are here. God has called you. You have heard his voice and you are here. MAGA Mom says, I'm here, lurking. 
<laughs> Leslie, good to see you. Thank you very much. Shelly Rose. Kong is in the building already with a $15 donation. And we have another $50 donation from Lisa. Says 50 shows, $50. Rise up. God bless you. Jeremy, what, what can a person do? Hold on. What was that? What can a person do when someone lies about you? Wow. Well, let me slow the chat down here. Let me enable slow chat. What can you do when somebody lies about you? Well, first of all, you have to ask yourself whether they lie about you or tell the truth about you doesn't affect you, right? Because if you go and lie about me to somebody who doesn't, who's not going to, you know, bother me one way or the other, what they do, you know, what they do with that information, then is it really matter if they're lying about you? Number two, if it does matter, if it is going to come back on you, then the only thing that you can do is give the alternative, give the truth about what they lied about. And then let God, you cannot make anybody believe anything and you cannot make anybody say anything about you. The only thing you can do is pray to God, give it over to God. You know your truth. And that's about, and that's the end of it. That's the end of it. And pray that they will stop lying about you. Pray that they will stop um, spreading false accusations about you and really just give it to God. Uh, again, if we let our emotions go up and down, based on what other people think and say about us, then we are a slave to the world. Free yourself in Jesus. That's the best advice that I could give you. Don't be a slave to the world because if you allow your emotions, if, you, if your emotions are dictated by the actions of men, you've got a problem. You've got a problem. And you'll never be able to solve that problem. That is my advice to you. And I love you. Amanda says, if anyone needs a Bible, sign up at jeremyherald.com. Thank you again, Dr. Norton. I do need one myself. Jeremy and I, Jeremy and all, I have an interview. Jeremy and all, I have an interview this morning. Where was that? Somebody had an interview at 9 a.m. at CST. Pray I go through open doors. We definitely will. Well, you know what? No time like the present. Let's go to the Lord now. Uh, Lord and Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so very much for this time together every day. Nothing in this world is better than waking up in fellowship with other Christians, praising you, praising your name, singing songs of worship, and, uh, and praying for others and helping other people, Lord. That's the best, best possible way that we could wake up every day. We thank you for the show, Rise Up. We ask that you bless each and every soul that is listening and watching today and that will listen and watch in the future later on throughout the day. We pray for all those watching on digital TV and listening on podcast, Lord, that the message, regardless of how they are consuming it, touches the Holy Spirit, touches their heart, and lets them know how much you love them. There's so many people in this chat right now that are having a hard time that don't know how to move forward. Maybe somebody's lying about them. Maybe somebody's physically abusing them. Maybe they just can't get ahead because nobody will turn their gaze upon them and help them. But Lord, we know that you are here to help everybody. And this LFA family is thousands strong. And we're here to help anybody and everybody who comes asking for it. Lord, we pray that the finances continue to come in, that not only can we continue this mission, but we can also continue to help others in need. Lord, we know that your will is being done and we're only here to do that will. So allow us to do whatever we have to do. Use us to complete your mission. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Daisy Duke is in the building. 
says, oh, bless you, brother. Well, bless you, too. Bless you, too, Daisy Duke. Let's have our first slurp. Thank you, Katie. God bless you for the $25. Uh, just thanking God for answered prayers. More to come. Every time you pray, he answers. Let's lift up our cup. I don't know if you have got that beautiful American pecan smell going through your home, but it's not just flavored coffee, ladies and gentlemen. It is gourmet roasted American pecan coffee. So let's go ahead and... Mm, and before we get into it, because I don't like to interrupt the word of God, ladies and gentlemen, I do not like... To, uh, to, to, to interrupt our amazing time with God. So let's go ahead and let's thank our sponsor prior to getting started this morning. And our sponsor is Trumpet Daily, ladies and gentlemen. This is a sponsor specifically for Rise Up. The amount of money that they are giving us to uh, advertise for them is going to make sure that our Christian school in this area is not only does not only stay a Christian school, but continues to operate as a viable option for children in this area who are looking to study academics and not how to protest and become a transgender. So ladies and gentlemen, Trumpet Daily and Stephen Flurry and the other people that work there, they're doing what I'm doing. They're trying to give you the news of the day, the truth of the day from a Bible-based perspective. Now, I know that there's some people that say, oh, I don't like the way these guys preach. I don't like the way these guys, you know, spread the word of God. But if you're spreading the word of God, you're okay with me. As long as, long as you are not nefariously trying to get people to do something that Jesus would not want them to do. You know how I feel about that. Everybody's got an opinion. These guys are trying to do what I am doing. Further the kingdom of God. So, you can go to TrumpetDaily.com. Sign up for free. You can even go to America Under Attack. Sign up for free. Get free literature from them. Look at this. Does this sound like somebody who has the same thing in mind as you do? Sounds like it to me. This is the kind of publications that you get when you sign up for Trumpet Daily, ladies and gentlemen. Trumpetdaily.com. And thank you guys for uh, sponsoring Rise Up. We've got big plans here, and God has big plans as well. And we're going to need people like that. So let's get into our first book of the day. One minute prayers for dads. Keep in mind, please, that we titled today's show, by the way, episode number 50. We made it, ladies and gentlemen. For that, let's get a like. For that, let's get a share. Titled today's show, who are you representing? Who are you representing? Are you an ambassador of God? Are you a representative of Jesus Christ? Because if you are, there is no question. You know it. You can say, I am an ambassador for Christ. I am a representative of God. Now, we have 1,000 people in here, 900 people watching, and we only have 300 rumbles. Let's get that going. And please turn to page 36 of One Minute Prayer for Dads. Page 36. Here we go. Grow in grace. 2 Peter 3.18 grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. 2 Peter 3.18. Well, let's break that down. Let's go back. Grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What does that mean? This is what my church does, folks, and this is what I like to do as well. I like to break down meanings, words, right? Everybody, the world likes to let you know that actions speak louder than words. I disagree. 
Actions speak just as loud as words, and words speak just as loud as actions. As a matter of fact, words may hit home more than anything. Because a lot of words destroy a lot of people. And a lot of words lift up a lot of people where there is no action. So I would say words are just as important, maybe not more important than actions, because if it wasn't for words, the universe wouldn't even be here. Let there be light. Amen? So I think words and actions are equally as important. Is equally as important. So let's, let's, let's break down the words of God. Grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord. How do you do that? Okay, great. You're telling me to grow in the grace and the knowledge of our, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. How do I do that? Well, folks, I guess it's a very simple answer. Read. Read. So many of you out there read books, don't you? You get lost in 1,000, 2,000 page novels and stuff like that. Get lost in the Bible. Immerse yourself in it. Don't take my word for everything. Read what God tells you in there. Here's the other thing that's going to happen when you read the Bible and why so many people uh, reject the Bible and will not read it. They're afraid. They're afraid of what they're going to read. They know what's in that book. They know the power of that book. I don't believe that Jesus did this. I don't believe that God would do that. Oh, really? Did you read it? No. Well, why not? The one I am just gave $50 for our 50th show. Thank you very much. Well, how do you have so many opinions on God and my Lord and Savior Jesus if you've never read the book? Because I don't need to read the book. I don't need to be indoctrinated. But if it's fake and it's not real and you're such a strong-minded person, why would you allow something to indoctrinate you? The real answer is the same thing that when I say people are nobody's an unbeliever or a non-believer. They know what's in that book just like you know what's in that book. They don't want to open that book. They don't want to immerse themselves in that book because they know what's going to happen. And it's the same reason that a thief does not want to be around a cop because they know they'll be convicted. Garco just donated $50, 30 for the great show and $20 for Christian schools. You have my word that, that all your money will go towards what it's supposed to go towards. By the way, we've raised $4,000 for uh, East Palestine, Ohio. 1500 coming from Patriot Donnie. Think about how great this this pe these people are. Think about how great these people are. So it comes down to they're afraid. So how do you grow in the grace of the Lord? You immerse yourself in the word of the Lord. And if you are like me and you have a problem reading and comprehending paragraph after paragraph, then follow along with the audio or just listen to the audio. Do you know that when I go out to do yard work or if I go out to a shovel or, or, or snow blow that I have my earbuds in? Do you know what I'm listening to? I'm listening to the Bible on audio because garbage in, garbage out. Blessings in, blessings out. That's the way it works, folks. I immerse myself in the word of God as much as I possibly can. And it's not nearly enough. It's not nearly enough. So when this says, grow in the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, it's very simple. How do I do that, Jeremy? Immerse yourself in the word of God. Please, everybody, share this video right now. Share it to those platforms who hate God. Share it to those platforms who hate me. Did Donnie put in more yesterday? Did he put in another 500? He may have. All I know is that we have just over 4,000 completely raised. All right, so let's get into this. 
It is our privilege as Christians to know our God. It is our privilege as Christians to know our God. Now I want to. I, I I just saw somebody put in the in the chat James two twenty six, which is a great verse, but is very mis uh, misunderstood. It said faith without works is dead. Do you know that's probably one of the most misunderstood lines uh, or scriptures in the Bible? Faith without works is dead. That would make some people would read that and think, well, that means that if I don't do X amount of work or if I don't do this work then I don't have faith. It's so misunderstood, and I'm glad you put that in there because you understand what it means. You cannot do things to get into heaven. Okay? You cannot do anything to get into heaven other than believe in God. You cannot do it. There's no amount of works you can do. And nobody does works better than anybody else as long as you're doing the work of God. The most misunderstood, I think, verse in the Bible is that. Faith without works is dead. Here's the thing. You know if you have faith based on the works that you do, because if you have faith, then by default, you are doing work of the work of God. Does that make sense? You cannot work and gain faith, and there's no amount of work you can do to have more faith. Your works show your faith in God, and your faith in God by default, guides you and leads you to do the God work of God. So it's a very misunderstood. I just saw that, and I just I just had to touch on it. I, I misunderstood that verse for many, many, many years. Many years. I understand it now. I very much understand it now. I had a friend ask for songs for her portfolio. I gave her a suggestion, The Armor of God by Jeremy Harrow. Well, there you go. That's a great song. I recommend it. Every Christian should be growing, should be a growing Christian. Every Christian should be a growing Christian. That ties back to the show. Who are you representing? The same thing holds true for dads. Every dad, as he grows in the Lord, should also grow as a dad. That's the irony of fatherhood. By the time we're experts, the kids have flown the nest. Even so, God is with us as we grow, providing just what we need to grow as Christians and as dads. God, thank you for calling me to be a father, then sending the exact children that I should parent and equipping them, equipping me for this paternal assignment. When I don't know what to do as a dad, I know to turn to you and your word for good counsel. As a parent, my kids day by day, as I parent my kids day by day, I pray I will grow in the knowledge of you and that my kids will do likewise. Set our family on a course that is your perfect will for us. Bring us to maturity through the circumstances that we face. No matter what those circumstances are, we will give you the glory both now and forever. Both now and forever. How you doing, Vines Girl 105? Good to see you. Thank you for joining in today. Hope you're joining in with your Rise Up Coffee. If not, hope you're joining in with a full, beautiful, wonderful, and open heart for the, for the gospel. Hexlean says, good morning, everybody. I wish you all a joyful 
and peaceful day. The only way you can have a joyful, peaceful day is if you are in the grace and the mercy of the Lord. So you know what to do, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not experiencing joy and peace. Doesn't mean you're in the wrong. That's another thing that we need to talk about. Oh, my Lanta. Folks, RJ Cat just donated $500 and says, for the show, keep up the wonderful work. Now, the reason why I highlight that, folks, isn't because $500 is better than $5. Obviously, it's more money. But that's a lot of money for somebody to come out of pocket. And it might be that's $5 coming out of pocket is a lot of money coming out of somebody's pocket. I just want to say thank you so very much to every one of you. I, I don't know what to say. I really don't. But I, just like I always say, just know that your money will be used the right way. Thank you so very much. Dr. Sauce Norton said, I wish I had the money to help. Guess what? $500 that RJ Cat just donated. That goes to cover Larry Reha. That goes to cover Dr. Sauce Norton. Folks, we're in this together. What one does, we all do. Where we go one, we go all. We are children of God. Just know, I know RJ Cat personally. I don't know her well uh, physically, but I know her well spiritually. She's my sister in Christ. And when she did that, she did that in the name of Larry. She did. She did that in the name of Bad Moon and Hexlene. And she did that in the name of RJ Cat. That is all of your donations. That's why it's so important to me. That's why. Thank you so very much. Wow. Just wow. I, ha I was going to say something. And I completely forgot what I was going to say. Shelly Rose... Um, said something about January 6th prisoners. Well, you can bet that LFA TV and all of our hosts, when we're in Washington, D.C., we're going to that jail. And we will be singing outside that jail. And we'll, we will be praying for those prisoners in that jail. We will be present. Make no mistake about that. We will bring God with us to Washington, D.C. And we will pray over those prisoners. Mark my words. There is no way we are not going to give our love to those people when we get there. Just, I, I, I'm just so amazed by you people in the chat. I really am. I'm so amazed. I want to read uh, from this next book as we're, as we're talking about who are you representing. And then I want to go tell you a story. Okay? This is Heaven, 90 Devotions. From Our Daily Bread. Easy print for easy to, easy to read joy on this journey joy on this journey remember if you're an ambassador or you're a representative you've got a lot of work to do and it is a journey so how do we experience joy in that journey when god is being attacked when the word is being attacked when christians are being attacked when the world seems to want to go one way and you want to go another when something's constantly pulling at you how are you to experience peace on this journey joy on this journey well psalm 145 9 tells us that Shelly, all oh, love you, Shelly. Love you. Psalm 145.9 says, The Lord is good to all. Not the Lord is good to some. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all that he has made. God made homosexuals. God made transgenders. God made LGBTQ community members. 
God made racists. God made the Ku Klux Klan members. God made the people that make up the Black Panther Party. God made the people that hate America. God made the people that hate freedom. God made to totalitarians and dictators. God made bullies. God made timid people and meek people. Understand, folks? God made everything. And he has love and compassion on all things. So why don't we? Why don't we? Why does it when I when somebody watches live from America, they think that I hate Democrats? Do you know that I have friends that are close to me that think that I hate gay people because I'm a Christian? Do you know that? I have people close to me that think that I'm better than everybody else because I'm a Christian. And how dare I talk down to them? Well, I'm sorry I brought up my gay friend around you. What are you talking about? Do you know that's very, very close to me? People very close to me. I won't say names. God loves all, so we should love all. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't be critical. It doesn't mean that we can't have righteous judgment and say it out loud. But it does mean that we are to do it in, some, in, in a nice way. Now, we live in a world, ladies and gentlemen, where let's... <laughs> didn't want to bring this up, but I guess I will. We live in a world like last night on my Live from America show. There was a, there was a girl who watches the show by the name of Holly. Been here a long time. Now, one thing you know about me is I'm very matter-of-fact. I may say things that sounds like I'm mad, but I'm not mad at anybody. So last night during the show, I was doing the James O'Keefe, uh, you know, statement for the whole show. And I was trying to explain things before, the, before I played it. And uh, uh, a woman named Holly said, um, what are you trying to sell us on? Get with it and play the video. Now, I'm sure she didn't mean to be like, what are you trying to do? Shut up. Play the video. And my response sounded maybe mean, but it wasn't. It was just matter of fact. I said, calm down. I'm getting to there. It's okay. Take a breath. Calm down. I'm sorry for not doing it right away. And she took that as I was mad at her and I was attacking her. And then other people in the comments said, calm down. It's his show. Just chill out. But she took that as we are attacking her. And she felt unloved. Now, there are some people in the chat that are going, who cares? But I just got done reading a verse last week that said that we Christians, even if we don't mean it to offend, but it offends then we should let them know that that's not the way it was meant and apologize if need be. We have to put pride aside. And I even have to do that. Now, I'm very, very matter of fact. And you guys may think, my wife thinks I'm mad all the time and I'm not. That's just my personality. I don't have time for dancing around statements. I mean what I say and I say what I mean. And if I'm wrong, then I apologize. Now, I was not wrong in what I said but she took offense to it and she's not wrong for taking offense to it I should say I apologize I didn't mean it that way and if she continues to take offense to it then that's on her not nothing on me but if we are to be representatives of God 
don't you think Jesus, if somebody misunderstood Jesus, would he let his pride get in the way and try to say, it's not what I meant. Calm down. Chill out. No, he would say, I didn't mean it that way. I apologize. You took it that way. That's what I need to get better at. And then, of course, that empowers other people in the chat to go, oh, me too. Every time Jeremy tells us that we are free to be us, but when he say, we say something, he attacks us. You've not seen me attack you. Eli knows what it looks like when I attack somebody. And you've not even seen close to me attacking you. But I do need to understand the same thing that James O'Keefe said last night in his thing. I may not always show you that I love you. I may not always show you that I care or I'm compassionate or I have empathy or sympathy, but I do. And sometimes we need to make sure that people know that. That doesn't mean I have to change who I am. It means I'm becoming a better person. I can be matter of fact and go, don't act immature. That's not what I meant. I meant this. I didn't mean to make it feel that way. I apologize about that way and then move on and say nothing else about it. Problem is the chat explodes and then everybody talks about it. So I feel like I have to continue to, to, uh, to, you know, address it. But even I could get better at that. That's what I'm talking about here, folks. What the evangelist said shocked many in his audience. Quote, heaven is my home, but I'm not homesick. He wasn't downplaying the anticipation that we should have for heaven. He was reflecting the truth of our heavenly father and that he wants us to enjoy the gratitude with gratitude the good things that he has provided for us in this world. The old Jewish proverb reinforces the idea, quote, In the judgment, a man will be held accountable for every blessing he refused to enjoy. For those who are near to the end of their life, are lonely or depressed, or whose bodies are weak, and may be disease ravaged. It is understandable that they long for the indescribable blessings of the land of no more heartache, no more pain, no more tears. But as Christians, we certainly must not disregard the daily mercies and the rich abundance of our Father and what He gives us, even in those situations. The Bible says that God richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Let me read that one more time for you guys, okay? The Bible says that God richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. He gets pleasure out of us having joy in things. Dr. Sauce Norton with the $5 train. Look at him go. Look at all you guys. I wish I wish I could say thank you to everybody, but I do appreciate you. His goodness is shown to all humankind. In rain from heaven and crops in their seasons, he provides you with plenty of food and fills your heart with joy. In other words, all of us, even non-Christians, are able to enjoy much of life's goodness. Yes, heaven awaits us, but God wants us to be glad and enjoy all his goodness as we journey homeward. So if you are here, then you are still on a journey that God wants you to be here to do. Even 
even if you are sick, even if you are old, even if you are bedridden, even if you are disease ravaged, there is still something for you to do that you've not accomplished yet. Do you think of that? Is that easy to think of when you're laying in bed in pain because cancer is killing your body? Somebody's listening right now that that's actually having that happen to them. Very easy for me to sit here and say that while I feel healthy. But it doesn't matter if I sit here healthy and you sit at home in a bed cancer-ridden and in pain. This is temporary. These bodies do not matter in the grand scheme of things. Even the pain you might be experiencing is temporary and does not matter. Thank you, Mimi Buckle. God bless you. No need to do more than $5, hon. Love you. Barb Nailer, Kind Embroidery. Same thing. Again, I know it's easy for me to sit here and say it. And someday when I'm laying on bed, my bed dying, which I will be, probably of some man-made uh, cause of a disease like cancer or whatever, Maybe I'll look back on this and I'll think, wow, the pain is more than I can handle. But I doubt it. I doubt it. As long as I'm with God, then I can handle it. And the more we suffer here, the happier we're going to be when we leave, right? Somebody said, speaking of cancer, have you looked on that thing on your cheek? It's actually going away. So... No, I have not had it checked for cancer yet. Be honest with you. I know you're all going to say, well, that's stupid. But because of this, because of the, the obligations of this job, I haven't had time to get it checked yet. God bless all the donors. Amen. Now I'm going to tell you a story. Or we're going to have story time. How about that? Nothing makes me happier than telling stories. If I just had one show called... story time with Jeremy Harrell, I would do it all day long. I have that many stories to tell. Bumblebee Patriot. Well, that's stupid. There you go. <laughs> Eli says it's not an excuse. Eli's always saying, uh, what? Don't you think you should go to the doctor? And I go, nope. Oh, I'm bleeding from this place. I should not be bleeding from. Uh, maybe you should go to the doctor. Nope. God's my doctor. I know that's a stupid statement to make too, but <laughs> uh, let's, t let's talk about this for a minute. How many of you guys believe that you've encountered an angel before in real life, not spiritually, but an angel in real life? How many of you can say that you've encountered an actual angel in physical form. Let's go to the chat. I know that's going to take a minute to catch up. Jeremy, I had the same spot on my face and it was cancer. Oof. No good. No bueno. I'm glad you got it taken care of. I have. Angel, no. Demon, yes. Well, yes, definitely. But we're talking specifically about angels. Me, me, yes, I have. 
This is my testimony. I have three times. Me, me. Not me, but my daughter has. Me, me. I have. I believe I have. I can't be sure. Sometimes I'm oblivious to that. My sister-in-law did once while doing a Jericho march. I have after an ATV accident in 2020. I did, me. I pray that I have. The Bible says we might entertain angels unaware. Well, that's funny that you say that because that's actually part of the verse today. And that's why I'm asking you this. You guys want to hear a story? Let me call my mom. <laughs> my mom's going to be so upset that I'm calling her on air. I actually have her as mommy in my phone, believe it or not. She's my mommy. Let me call her real quick. She can tell you a story better than I can. One second, I got to switch screens here. Okay. My mom didn't answer, so we're just going to let it go. I was going to have her tell you a story. Okay. So, I know I've experienced angels before. And so has my mom. Okay. Um... The Bible tells us that we will experience angels in our lives. We will have an encounter with angels in our lives and we'll be completely unaware of it. So my mother used to work at a convenience store. And the convenience store, like it was like a mobile or a, or a, or a shell gas station, you know, like, uh, they, you know, food, deli, all that stuff. And it had, um, Cameras everywhere. So it had cameras on the register. It had cameras in the gas pumps everywhere. You know, even in the back rooms. And the lady that owned the place was like a, I don't want to call her, she was a Nazi. But, I mean, she was very hard to work for. She watched those cameras like they were reality TV shows. She's just a hard lady to work for. So, my mom's father, my grandfather, died. And just shortly before this encounter happened. And my mother was having a really hard time because my mother left her family uh, out in Illinois and Missouri. My mother's from St. Uh, Missouri, from St. Uh, Maryland Heights, Missouri, which is a suburb of St. Louis. And her family moved to Northwest Illinois when she was young. And that's where I was born. I was born in Northwest Illinois, close to the Iowa border. And when my mom left, uh, she left in 1986. She moved to Vermont in 1986 because she married a guy who was from Vermont. That's how she got up here. That's how I ended up getting up here. Well, my mother had always felt guilty about leaving her family at such a young age, and she never, she only went back, um, she only went back a few times to see them. So she, she went, you know, 10, 20 years without seeing her family. She basically felt like she left her family behind. So when my grandfather died, my mother had a really, really hard time. And 
when she went to his funeral and she came back and she's working at this convenience store. And one night, as she was having a hard time and she was crying about her father, and she just felt alone and she felt she left her sisters and brothers. And it sounds like a crazy story, but it's true. A guy came in in a white suit. White suit. You know, like a regular suit, like like you see Mike Crispy wearing every day, but all white. Like he was some kind of preacher or something, or a pastor or something. You know, he looked like he was in the Navy, but it was just a white suit. And he came in, and my mother was stocking the shelves at the time, and it was late at night. It was a 24-hour gas station, so it was late at night. It was like midnight when this happened. Nobody else was there. And... She heard the door ding, ding, and it went, came open, and she knew she had to go up there and tend to whoever was there. So she walked up, and uh, this man uh, asked for, I can't remember what it was. This was years ago. I can't remember what he asked for, but they didn't have it. My mom, they didn't have it in the store, whatever it is that he asked for. Maybe it was some kind of Tylenol or something. I don't know what it was. Yes, like Dave Bray in the video. That is why Dave Bray wears white in the video. By the way, this is connection to that because I asked Dave, because of this story, to get dressed in white as God in the Armor of God video. It's exactly why. Crazy that you brought that up. So he came in and he asked my mom for something that she didn't have. Long story short, she said, I'm sorry, we don't carry that. And he looked at her and he said, are you okay? Are you okay? She instantly started crying. Why would somebody ask if she was okay if she was not crying? She was, not, she was not showing any kind of emotion towards him. It was just weighing heavily on her heart. He said, are you okay? She said, started crying. He said, everything's going to be all right. She said, what are you talking about? He said, whatever it is that is weighing heavy on your heart, he wants you to know that it's going to be okay. Said, God bless you to my mom. And left. That's not the crazy part. The crazy part is what I'm about ready to tell you. Touched by that so very much. My mom was not a man, a woman of God. As a matter of fact, my grandfather who died, who, she, who I'm talking about, was very high up in the Freemasons and did not believe in God and told my mom when she was a child all the way through her adult years that when you die, you are worm food. So when my mom had this guy who she didn't know tell her, he wants you to know everything's going to be all right and then turned around and left. My mom, you can imagine, never believing in God at that moment was touched by an angel. Here's the crazy part. Because she could not get that off of her mind for the next few days, she went back to look at the tapes the recordings for that night. She pulled up the recordings for that whole week. 
She knew exactly when that man came in, and she knew exactly what day it was. And there was no record of it. Not on the camera anywhere. She went through every minute of that day, every minute of the day after, and every minute of the day before. And not one time did anybody come into that store during her shift that was that man. Now that sounds crazy to you. I know. It doesn't sound real to you. I know. But let me tell you this. Why would somebody who doesn't believe in God before and after that moment stick to that same, same story to this day? Why would they do that? That's like saying, oh, the disciples were just brainwashed. They died because they, they knew it was a lie, but they died because they wanted that lie to continue. They were tortured for their beliefs. They were imprisoned for their beliefs. Their families were hurt or murdered because of their beliefs. They were ultimately murdered because of their beliefs. At any time, if it was all a lie, if it was all a ruse, if it was all a brainwash, if it was all a cult, they would have walked away from that. But they didn't because they knew it happened. They knew Jesus was who he said he was. Now, my mom, still to this day, is not a believer like I am. And definitely before that happened, during and after that happened, this was, te this was 15 years ago or more. And she still to this day will tell me the story the same exact way she told me that day. And she still will swear up and down there was no man on that video. And I know my mom. And I know when my mom's lying. She's not lying. She believes that that happened question is do you believe that it happened do you believe that that happened the bible says that we will encounter angels in our life unawares meaning that we will be unaware of it now we don't use that word unawares like that but that's what the bible says when did you first hear this jeremy how old were you i'm curious I, like I said, this was 15 years ago. So I was 28. Do you know what God, how long God has been trying to get my mother to pay attention? Do you know? That's what God does. But the reason I told you that story is because of this. Who are you representing? It's the name of the show today. Who are you representing? Because you never know who's listening. You never know who's watching. You never know who you're going to bump into. And you never know who God is putting in your path. And if you're not representing the right side, then you're representing the wrong side. And how bad will you feel years down the road if just one day you were having a bad day and you treated that encounter with an angel like crap? You were not a representative of the Lord that day. You were not an ambassador of Christ that day. You'd regret that for the rest of your life.
because you are an ambassador of Christ and because you are a representative of God and heaven, you cannot afford to represent anything other than that. Always, always represent God. Now, none of us are ever going to be perfect. None of us are ever going to be Jesus. That's why we need him. None of us are ever going to have every day be perfect. But you know what you can do? In public, when you encounter somebody and other people see you, hear you, listen to you, watch your body movements, be a representative for Christ. Do like you do in life or at, at your job. When you're at work, you represent your job, right? You represent your company. You represent the brand. You represent your boss or your managers. You represent your district or regional managers, right? You have to, or else you'll be fired. Do the same thing in life. When you are in public, I know, when, I know that God sees everything you do in private and you should be a representative of God in private too, but start publicly. You never know who you're going to run into and you never know who God's sending in your path. Wouldn't it be terrible if you found out that God sent an angel in your path and you just shunned him or her? And you were rude to him or her? When you're supposed to be an ambassador for God? I'm going to read from one more book and then we're going to close out the show I'm going to read from Every Day with Jesus today is February 21st God's love never fails 1 Corinthians 13 8 how could Paul say this in his day, hatred, selfishness, oppression, and many other evils prevailed as much or more than today. Paul experienced the sting of persecution and had administered it to others before his conversion. Certainly, he had heard of the Christians who were burned at the stake and thrown to the lions by the Romans in A.D. 70. The Romans completely destroyed Jerusalem, plundering everyone and everything in the city. Would Paul have changed what he wrote if these things had taken place before this letter to Corinthians? Certainly not. Certainly not. God is love and he never fails. In our single frame view, it may appear that God doesn't always prevail, but that's not so. That's why I say you can't beat God. For example, take the persecution of Christians in Paul's day. The 2020 view of history shows us that many Romans embraced Christ and jumped into the theater to die with the Christians who were being martyred. Christianity spread at a phenomenal rate. Under Roman persecution, in less than 30 years, the Roman world was evangelized. In just 300 years, the seemingly undefeated Roman Empire was conquered by God's love, and Christianity became the official religion. You can't beat God, ladies and gentlemen. Never, never, never. Let's go to the verse of the day if we can. Who are you representing? Verse of the day today is going to be read from Hebrews 13, 1 through 6. Again, that is Hebrews 13, 1 through 6. 
Let brotherly love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Did we not just say that? Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Remember those who are in prison as though in prison with them and those who are mistreated since you are also in the body. Let marriage be held in honor among all and let the marriage bed be undefiled. For God will judge the sexually immoral and the adulterous. Keep your life free from the love of money. And be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? For if God be for you, ladies and gentlemen, then who can be against you? Folks, that's going to do it for... Rise up today, episode number 50. I think it was a powerful, powerful episode 50. And I'm going to bring you out the same way that I brought you in with some good music. Believe by Blessing Offer. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for being here. Sean Farish is up next with Ungoverned. Again, followed by Live from America right after that. We are having record, record rumbles, record views, record shares here on LFA TV. We've gotten so much bigger in the last few weeks. I'll ask if you have not hit that like button, please do so now. Please share it on your way out. And please stay tuned for Sean Farish Ungoverned. Thank you for being here for episode number 50 of Rise Up. God bless each and every one of you. Have a great rest of your morning. Finish your beautiful Rise Up coffee. And I'll see you at 11 a.m. Have a great morning. See you later. Peace. That's all I need to know What if you know something I don't What if you will something I won't If you don't give me what I want But you give me what I need Is that enough to Believe, 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 believe in your love Will I still Believe, 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 believe in your love so nothing's ever going wrong, right? And every day I'm gonna be smiling Turn my water into good wine And let the good times roll